I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm reading each of your names and I just feel so much happiness. I just want to sort of let you know that I'm so happy to know so many of you and look forward hopefully to meeting the rest of you uh, tomorrow um, if I haven't already met you. So here we are. Four days in, right? One day of the easy person, two days of self, or a whole mix of that, and then uh, another day of working with the neutral person or a mix of the three. Four days of loving kindness practice. Whoa. (laughs) A lot of practice. It's beautiful. And I know it's not all pretty and easy. And that you could be in any, any kind of state right now. So just take a moment to check in, you know, take a moment to notice the quality of the heart mind in this moment for you, right? In this moment, right now. And some of you are going to check in and you're going to discover states of loving kindness or compassion, mudita equanimity. And if you're blessed with that experience in this moment, take a moment to memorize it. Feel it deeply. You don't want to do too much thinking and naming it, right? Don't limit it in that way. But kind of soak it in with all of your senses. Like you would taste or smell something delicious and let it change you. Be grateful for it. Recognize it's not something we get to own or control, but it's actually an experience to receive. And for those of you, so just linger if you're so blessed to be in that moment of experiencing one of these Brahmavihara states. And for those of you who discover yourself in a a difficult, hard state, please know it's not your fault. It's not because you're bad or don't know how to do this practice or, you know. Causes and conditions are complex. And, um, you know, Part of life is the 10,000 joys and the 10,000 sorrows, right? And the goal of practice is not to only have 10,000 joys, but to be able to experience all the joys and all the difficulties and to meet them, to meet them with wisdom and understanding. And, you know, because of conditioning, because of habits and things that, you know, you never chose, experiences you never chose, a birth you probably didn't choose, right? These things contribute to whether we are depressed or pain or, you know, struggle with insecurity or fear, 
these are parts of the human experience. And some of us spend a little more time in those spaces. And it's not, it's not your fault. It's not because you're bad. But in this moment, if you are kind of in a more difficult state, I wonder if you can just recognize if this is a place you've been in before. And my guess is that if you can recognize it's a difficult state, you've had other experiences too, right? So just take a moment to acknowledge what this feels like, the location, the flavor, the temp, the experience of it. Maybe give it a color or word or weather formation. Just kind of see it in front of you. And now just step back a minute and ask yourself, what would be the opposite of this experience? What would be the image, the color, the sense, the temperature? What would be the opposite? And just take a minute to remember whatever you can about the opposite. Just letting it come to mind. Just remember it. And remember that that's been an experience you've had too, or you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know what the opposite was. Sometimes when we fall into a harder space, a uh, more difficult space, we get really focused on that space, that difficulty. And sometimes I feel a little bit like I've been Hansel and Gretel in the wood where I took my bread to drop little pieces of bread to help me find my way out of the woods later. But you know what happens to the little pieces of bread that you leave on the ground, right? They get eaten, right? The little animals come and they eat it up. But, you know, I was trying to drop these crumbs because I wanted to find my way back. But actually, if we can just stop and remember a moment of feeling different, just bring it to mind. There's nothing we have to do out here. The mind knows how, the heart knows how to find its way back. We just need to have faith. We just need to give our awareness and attention. And remember that it's not always hard. Not always. Even if it's not great for very long. It's not always hard. So 
So another thing I'll say is, you know, many of you have shared these beautiful little stories of like those cracks where the light shines through. And there were just like moments of like, Oh my God, that felt so good. It was so, you know, just such a treat to actually feel the energy of loving kindness to only to find that like, it's a little bit elusive. It doesn't just stick around. Um, And yet that's, that's kind of how it is. Right. And sometimes I think when we have these little moments of joy or loving kindness come through, sort of like there can be this feeling of like, oh, good, (laughs) I'm here. And maybe in the back of our minds, there's some sort of expectation, a belief, something back there in the hinterlands that thinks that, oh, we're done. (laughs) We're done with having to feel bad or have difficulties, right? Or, Or not having the bliss. But... In my experience, it doesn't work that way. It's this ebb and flow, this opening. And, you know, it's really about learning to keep meeting our experience and remembering. So the practice can help us connect with these spaces. And then we need to have faith that the practice works. The way we grow the faith is by recognizing and appreciating and savoring those moments where we've met suffering and we were able to see it clearly, meet it with compassion, right? And it's, it's almost like by seeing it, meeting it with compassion, And learning to let go of the things that are extra. The faith can be right there. We know, we know what we can do to make it worse. And can we, can we relax and trust and know that the suffering, we can be with it more simply and the extra will all fall away. All right. Well, yesterday I asked, uh, I read a poem, right, about um, admit something, love me. Anybody walk around today and say love me? (laughs) If you didn't, you can now. (laughs) I invite you to. And I'll read you another little poem about love. Before I settle you into a few words for your little bit of meditation, before I try, hopefully successfully, to ring one bell tonight, um, instead of having to use my voice. So here it is, by Max Berman. Love someone, in God's name, love someone, for this is the bread of the inner life. 
without which a part of you would starve and die. And though you feel you must be stern, even hard, in your life of affairs, make yourself at least a little corner somewhere in the great world where you may unbosom and be kind, where you may disclose or give expression to your kindness. Love someone, in God's name, love someone, for this is the bread of the inner life. Make yourself at least a little corner, somewhere in the great world, where you may unbosom and be kind. So taking a deep breath in. And with the exhale, finding your body, resting down more deeply. Inviting yourself to let go of anything extra, unneeded. And intimately as you can connect with the felt sense of the life inside your body. And with words or without words, with images or with the felt sense, inviting the heart, the mind, the body to feel into the experience or the memory of loving kindness. of what it feels like to feel safe. Of what it feels like to receive that simple, contented happiness. What it feels like to feel alive, like green grass, alive. What it feels like to be so at ease, like giving your body to a blow-up raft on it warm body of water or like a cat laying in the sun where there's nothing you need to do nowhere you need to be no one else you need to be 
Just be in your practice, allowing it to come up. And move through you. 